Hey everybody, welcome to Love the Nilsons. I'm Thomas. My name is Alyssa. And we're here to share our story. Discuss relationships. Talk about raising our kids. Be advocates for mental health. Share our faith. And whatever else life may throw our way. Let's do this. Woo! Hey everyone, welcome back for another week of Love the Nilsons. Here to continue our story of um, what we started sharing last week with Alyssa's major health hurdles and everything that happened a few months back. Yeah, we ended last week um, with essentially me waking up from surgery after being intubated for a few days. Um, We also discussed all the miracles that occurred um, and we have been just thinking about even more of the miracles that have happened, but we want to talk this week about the rest of my time in the ICU um, because last week, I mean, really what we talked about was only a few days worth. It was yeah, a lot that happened. feels there. like it should have been a lot more, but yeah, no, we're going to talk, we're going to finish out this week of her ICU stay. Um, and then probably after that, we've discussed how we want to do like an in-depth dive talking about the service that we received over the course of this week particularly but then throughout up till now yeah it's been unreal you guys just all of you that have even one just prayed for us but the amount of love and help and service that we have gotten the last four and a half months has been unreal believable and so we have started compiling a list of all of these things and so we want to share that to give gratitude but also to remind us of what shed light on uh, how much good there is yeah so much good and also to give ideas of when you have loved ones or somebody that's going through even something not this crazy but just just ways to help so we want to talk about that but it does not take an almost tragedy to dive into yeah serious service but yeah but i we're just gonna dive in here so i left off waking up uh being woken up from sedation and being intubated after this crazy insane seven hour long emergency surgery um that was one of the top worst days of my life i just the amount of pain physically and emotionally and everything that i was in it was just it was so unreal uh and i just i still it's hard to even fathom like what my body had just gone through so i had woken up um thomas left that evening after i was so confused and there's a rule in the ICU and, you know, on some levels I understand it on other levels, just, you know, from personal experience, it feels a little bit frustrating, but you're not allowed to have anybody stay the night with you in the hospital in the ICU here. Yeah, I think visiting hours were done at 9 PM, I think. Yeah, yeah. So around, you know, nine o'clock rolls around and it's just me and the nurses. And I mean, we've mentioned already a nurse's are incredible you guys do so much but these nurses that i had were seriously so so amazing and the one that i had this first night that i was awake actually and alone without any family or friends i was just a complete mess emotionally i was honestly the lowest i have ever been in my entire life i was scared i was in pain i was angry i was sad i was confused like literally i think every 
emotion that you can possibly have. And I was just there with these nurses who were great, but strangers to me. And I've mentioned several times too, I was on so many different medications that were keeping me alive really. And they also probably messed with my head a little bit. And they 100% messed with my head. You started to experience some serious... And so that night, you know, we turned the lights off. We tried to go to sleep. I just kept staying awake. And You felt like you were on like a boat, right? Is that how you described it? I kept talking about how I was just like... I kept moving. I'm like, why... Like, why am I moving? I felt kind of crazy. I was like, what, I, what is happening? Why am I moving? But the nurses were like, no, we can assure you, you're not moving. Like, it's okay. And I'm just like, wow, I really am crazy. But I just, I felt awful. And I just kept feeling like I was rocking on a boat. <laughs> Finally, one of the nurses had like the realization, oh, you actually are moving a little bit. These ICU beds are insane. And, you know, these are tend to be more long-term patients who aren't moving very much. And so the bed literally has, like, I don't even know. Air pockets of Pressure some sort? sensors. Yeah. Um, to tr- reduce bed sores. It'll shift on you every once in and a while. And so, like, if, if you would lean to the right too much, you know, the bed would shift and kind of counteract the pressure. So I really had been <laughs> moving like all day and all night long i just didn't realize what was happening because i was pretty delirious and so it was it felt confusing because my body just kept rocking around the bed so that was one thing but the night came and sleep didn't it was miserable i just laid there awake in this dark room in the most intense emotional and physical pain i've ever been in and just couldn't fall asleep but they i know they gave me sleeping medications they gave you everything to try to help that you didn't sleep. help i was on several pain meds um still didn't sleep what was I your just, pain at this point i don't even i just everything hurt <laughs> had to tell like i just was awful it hurt to breathe to move i could barely talk i mean i'd been intubated for a few days so i could barely dry and talk raspy. it was dry i had mentioned before my eyes hurt like literally every body part hurt um there was nothing that felt okay because i was also insanely swollen i can't like literally head to toe i was in so much pain so and also the icu is an incredible place where they saved my life but it's constant beeping constant people coming into your room constant blood pressure checks um IV, like, different medications, IV beeping at you. Your blood pressure got checked every 15 minutes for the first. I don't know if it was at this point still, but every 15 minutes it was going When your blood pressure, yeah, when your blood pressure is in the toilet and your heart is um, barely pumping blood to your body, it's kind of important to check blood pressure often. So that was the first night, and it was just insanely miserable. My nurse was incredible. I know that I had a few... I would say panic attacks that night and I just it was just bad it was really 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 bad my nurse was an angel she looked me in the eye and told me I could do it a few times like she was honestly amazing so the morning came I wasn't sure that that night would ever end longest night of my entire life and then all of a sudden I'm being told that I need to try and get out of bed And that literally felt like the most 
impossible tasks that could ever be asked of me probably seems so counterintuitive but oh. i mean it made sense but it made no sense no i was just in so much pain and so um you know i got up and in that moment i was like okay i don't know if this is worth it like i i'll i'll be honest i've been asked a handful of times like if i ever wanted to die like, like give up and just if i ever wanted die. to give up because i just this was just so terrible and luckily my mental health was in a really bad place but luckily i never had that those thoughts cross my mind but this first time trying to just stand up out of bed i definitely did think okay it would be easier to just lay in bed and i will suffer the consequences of whatever might happen if i don't move because this is too hard and i am not the type of person i don't like being told what i can't do um i I liked challenges sometimes and especially physical challenges. And this was one that I was not interested in having to deal with. Uh, but I did it with encouragement from both of our moms were there at the time and the nurses and everyone there. But man, that was insane. Um, I think, did you get to come visit again that day too? I didn't come during the daytime. I was with the kids all day. I think it was oh, just was a day the when I, um, just decided to like recharge a little bit, be with the kids. Cause it was like a balance too, trying to yeah. like help the kids. Well, mostly just the two older ones, obviously baby doesn't know, but just to try to help normalize things a little bit. Like, as best I could. Home. Yeah, there was so much balance. Hadn't been with them very much the last few days. And so just trying to provide them, like, hey, dad's here. Like, mom's not, but dad's here. And I'm going to do whatever I can to help you. So it was a day where we, I let parent moms go. Yeah, so our moms were there. And um, my night before had been so bad that it was recommended or suggested by, I think, our moms just... Is there any way that we can have an exception to the rule and have somebody stay the night with her? Because I just, it, I was so bad. It was such a bad night. And luckily, miracle, there was an angel nurse that night who um, said yes, which, you know not allowed she, but she broke it the was, official protocol but it was i much was needed. yeah it was it was needed for my health honestly it was a necessity and so thomas you was, had legit like anxiety thinking that i had to leave or that oh, somebody had was, to leave it was it like was you unreal. were gripping like the side of your bed oh, gripping I had panic our attacks arms. Yeah. it was bad it was really bad so thomas got to I say get to, but <laughs> Thomas um, came and stayed that night. On I was driving. Why don't you to, tell us? Yeah, no, I was driving to the hospital, and I don't remember if at that point I knew I was gonna. I think it was still up in the air because if I was you hadn't spend the night. you hadn't been there that day. Your, our moms had been there, so they knew exactly what state I was in. Exactly, you, you knew kind of via texts and things. Yeah, and I had been you with you the really day before, know. where you're just kind of out of it. Like I knew, obviously, you were not well clearly but and i was so sleepy like it when was i was there you were sleepy and just kind of like you know just coming out of it still but so on the way to the hospital i think it was still being determined like whether or not i'd be able to stay but i had this feeling like yeah i'll be able to stay i would brought stuff to stay the mm -hmm. night um and i remember my mom just like telling me 
in the most serious voice, like, okay, like, just please know that what you're walking into right now, like, what you're going yeah. to be, like, dealing with with Alyssa right now, and she's not in a good state, she is in pain, she is... Henri? She is, Henri <laughs> is putting really... it kindly, <laughs> she was very Henri to very, put it, yeah. yeah, but my mom just said, just mentally prepare yourself, it is hard like essentially she was telling me like what you were like right now it wasn't my Alyssa. yeah and not at all i knew that but then getting to the hospital and like beginning that night stay i was like oh man like it was that was a really really hard night like the night of your surgery and everything that whole day was awful but this night was a different kind of a diff like an emotionally draining just like come to terms like with what we're dealing with mm -hmm. wondering if this is what you were going to be like for the rest of your life like it was awful and scary like seeing you in a state that I was like this is not my girl like I'm glad that you're alive obviously but it was still just like talk whoa. about just what happened like what was so yeah so I mean like, like it was just we were trying to have you sleep, but again, like you mentioned, monitors constantly going off, and you would just get so frustrated every time a monitor would go off, every time a beep would oh, happen. Oh, I would, like, scream every so often. You would scream and just yell, like, ah, like, just so irritated. I, I think one time, I was, was I giving you a sip of water, and I accidentally spilled it yep. on you? Yep. Or pulled the straw out, and just, like, a few drips got on you, and mm -hmm. you just lost it on me. And, like, you were cold, you were mad, you were frustrated. I said sorry too many times. This is what you were nervous about, too. Like, um, and I just remember stepping behind your bed so you couldn't see me, and I just started crying because I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, there was nothing to do, and you were just so not yourself. So just things like that, and throughout the entire night, just constantly... We just cry. found this video that yeah. I forgot I took. It was just like her, like cry, moaning, like just just crying in a state of times. delirium in a way, like just in pain and not able to do anything about it. And it was awful for me, like constantly just asking for water, just in this raspy voice. Like and you do this, talk. you could barely talk. You'd ask in a raspy voice and do the like sign language, like hold the W with your fingers and touch your chin. Like it was like. And so just, I was happy to serve you and help you all night, but it was hard. And by the end of that long night in which I think I slept a total of 15 minutes, maybe. <laughs> it was really bad. And you slept zero minutes. Mm -hmm. um, I I was happy to be relieved of duty just so I could come home and sleep. Yeah, but then it was, the next day was our oldest son's birthday, too. Yeah. So that was something on top of that to do. Yeah, so it was his birthday the next day, which was hard emotionally for me, obviously. I felt like I was missing out already on like my brand new baby, and now it's his birthday, and he loves holidays and celebrations. I mean, as do most kids, right? But um, So that was just hard, but that was an incredible day. Um, but still a bad day for me at the hospital, but knowing that he was well taken care of was so peaceful for me to just know that there were so many people taking care of him and loving him. And so I want you to talk about Yeah, I was going to say, like, we've 
kind of talked about the miracles mixed in this time, and there were so many miracles surrounding his birthday, just behind the scenes that I wasn't even aware of. My sisters uh, were working in conjunction with um, some of my cousins um, to throw him a birthday party because obviously I was in no state to get all his friends together and throw a party and I was torn trying to figure out how to make him feel special and so um, my sisters like I said with some cousins organized a birthday party for him at one of my cousin's houses um, before that me and him had gone and seen the Mario movie in the movie theater like he was excited to do that and so just me and him went on like a little date I think went to Chick-fil-a and it was awesome and fun, and then just, oh, I just remember walking into my cousin's house, like, I knew, like, what was done on behalf of our son, and, like, the work that was put in, like, the house looked amazing, decorations, like, coloring toys, and, like, all this food set up, we had another family member make this huge, cool superhero cake that because he just wanted superheroes and so everything was superheroes and I just remember walking in and his face he was just like smiling and like oh this is awesome like Alyssa said he loves special occasions like and I remember just walking in behind him following him and just seeing all my cousins there some aunts and uncles and other friends and I just started crying again like just because I had been through so much and like had just been so so much negative and just mm-hmm. bad news I feel like mm-hmm. um obviously you're alive so that's good news but so much like heavy news and so then just seeing like this bright spot just brought me so much hope and just like it was this hour or two that we were at this party was just like a brief like break mm-hmm. from everything Breath. going on like you were still <laughs> on my mind clearly but it was just like a like it felt like a moment of our normal, quote, yeah. life again for a brief moment. Yeah. And he was thrilled and happy, and it was awesome. So thank you to those who Seriously, took part in so throwing that party so for him. Because it made his day, and it meant more to us than our words can so even describe. So incredible. And it was kind of funny, too, because I, um, I was due around his birthday <laughs> and so i had been prepping him for like several weeks before we had our baby like this year we're not doing a party like we're just like we're just do, gonna do a date with mom and dad like we had been prepping him like we're not doing a party it's your just sister gonna be, is gonna be a big celebration you know, we're gonna be pretty like, busy there you know but we wanted to make him feel special and and obviously we had no idea at the time like if we would have a baby before or after his birthday um and so the fact that he got a huge party too was like a really fun gift for him because we had been telling him for a while that You're not he was not party, gonna dude. have a party like, no you got your party yeah and truthfully that day in the hospital i don't know what happened that day it was just a lot of pain and meds and trying to get up and checking vitals try to sleep but i do know that um i went to bed that night and i finally slept oh because my mom so then after such a terrible night still um i started hallucinating (laughs) legitimately no actually um I started, anytime I would try to close my eyes, I would see things on the wall. One of my, like, really common hallucinations was under, like, it felt like I was under the sea. 
again because like the moving bed so I don't know if that like came into the play there but I would like see stuff on the wall and like the room would take a different shape and I would hear like voices all the time you would ask me a bunch of times like hey is that clock moving or is this moving and I was like no sweetheart it's not and I just things in the room looked different than they really were um, I was literally going crazy and we have since learned that there's something called ICU psychosis or delirium and I 100% had that um, if it it was just wild it's just I mean my mind was just not okay and that was also part of the reason why I couldn't sleep is because every time I would close my eyes I would just have these crazy hallucinations and hear voices and um. The room, like, it was just, it was wild. I still can, like, close my eyes and picture, like, my under-the-sea hallucination, which sounds super bizarre. And it wasn't a happy under-the-sea like Little Mermaid. No, it was not a good one. (laughs) It was not a happy one. Under the sea from hell. And Yeah, really. (laughs) So so we got permission again for my mom to stay the night that next night. And my mom got a much better night than you did. I finally, I think my body just after a few nights of, a few days and nights of literally not sleeping at all. Uh, my body just finally gave in and I was able to sleep. And so my mom mostly just helped me get drinks of water. I couldn't, the reason that you had to help so much with water, I couldn't move my body enough. Like I, I was in so much pain. I couldn't move my arms to grab still. water. Like that's how bad it was. Like I, I really like could barely move. And that's why it was, it was such a big deal when PT would come to have you stand up and everything. Cause even yeah. just moving your arms oh, it was, was just like, excruciating. Yeah. So then the next day I do know, um, I had slept, so I felt so much better. Just especially like mentally, I started to feel a lot better. Um, our and this, sweet this little was baby. Thursday, Thursday night now and headed into Friday morning. So our sweet little baby, um, got taken into the pediatrician by your mom um our moms are incredible (laughs) they were literally taking care of this like few day old baby and these kids and so much so heavy i mean that's huge responsibility for anybody just with everything going on but i think she had been having trouble pooping um as was i in the icu and she also had like a little sore like on her belly and head and finger or something like that and so your mom took her into the pediatrician and i i was aware that she was being taken in and i remember being told she was being taken in mostly then, as a precaution it wasn't like a rushed in or anything yeah just you know we had been through a lot in the last few days and i remember waiting for a text to kind of just hear what was happening and i waited and i waited and i kept not hearing oh, anything I didn't know that. yeah and i was like can somebody please like tell me what the heck is going on and then it was like a while later and i think you called me on my way to the so, hospital yeah so what ended up happening was at the doctor he checked out these little sores and he's like, honestly, they're probably just a sore, like nothing too crazy to be concerned about. But given everything that's happened with Alyssa having this group, I don't even know if we officially said what it was, was this group A streptococcus yeah, was did. what it was. It was like oh, strep- on here. Yeah, yeah, we knew what it was, but yeah. we Alyssa had group A streptococcus was the infection that she got in her uterus. And so obviously our baby had been inside Just said living uterus there. living there and so seeing these sores the doctor was like honestly like i don't want to be the one to say she's fine and then send her off and have her get sick so 
it's probably worth sending her to the hospital to stay overnight and just be observed, check her, uh, like her spinal fluid, her blood. Basically make sure she didn't have an infection. Yeah, exactly. They monitored her vitals and things. So that's, is that when I called you? I think I was on the way to, so, cause my mom was the one that had taken her to well, the doctor. And your mom, I remember your mom saying like after the fact that she had asked our pediatrician, can we please admit her up to Murray Hospital, which is where I was. And the doctor was like, actually, they don't have a pediatric unit there, unfortunately. And so she had to be admitted. There's a primary children's, like a smaller hospital closer to our house. And so the pediatrician directly admitted her to there. So then, yeah, you called me after I'm like waiting. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, what yeah, is happening? So, so my mom took her up to the hospital and started the whole getting her admitted phase while I was like, great. And I think... I left our kids with your mom. I don't know who I left our boys with, but I quickly packed up a bag. I got really good throughout this whole thing of packing up a bag real quick. Um, So I threw some stuff in a bag, headed up to the hospital. That's probably when I called you and just got checked in. Um, Actually, no, I just remembered I left the boys with a neighbor, another act of service. They were left with um, some neighbors of ours. Again, everybody stepped up. It was amazing, but... Um, she got checked in that night was actually like a pretty good one for me. Cause she, the, <laughs> our baby, man, she is a champ. Like she was amazing as she's getting, that this. was a huge miracle is like, despite everything that was happening, she's getting shuffled around, sometimes drinking breast milk, sometimes formula, mm-hmm. sometimes from the breast, sometimes not. And like, she just took everything in stride. And so that night after she'd been poked and prodded and like, had monitors hooked up to her like she was just content as can be still and she let me hold her while i ate an uncrustable peanut butter and jelly sandwich and watched some baseball for a brief moment and i think i watched a movie um and so it turns i mean we don't have to go into detail but it turns out like they ruled it as yes it was this the strep yeah. a but it was just since it was external we they just gave us some antibiotic ointment or something and and she, she was fine. Was, she was good, but that that's was... also a huge miracle that she was living in your incredibly yeah. infected uterus. But the only imperfection health wise with her was these little sores. Yeah, but they so yeah, like he said, I mean, they did determine that the sores were the same type of bacteria that infected me. So that was kind of an interesting mystery because there's no answer and there never will be an answer as to how this infection got inside of me and when it got inside of me. So it is it was really interesting that this happened, but those 3 days were few days were pretty wild. I think it was she was there 2 days because we were like you guys were so stretched thin. I was up in the ICU up in Marie not doing well at all and needed someone there to be with me. Then she was at another hospital, obviously needed someone to be there with her, and then our boys were at home. So that was a really stretched thin few days for you guys. Yeah, I mean, throughout everything, I felt like very stretched thin, but this was just like the crowning moment of everything. Like, I'm being pulled in all these different directions. I need to be with you. I need to be with our kids who are healthy and strong and good, and I also need to be with this baby yeah and yeah it was throughout all this it was for sure a trust exercise in trusting others and like trusting people to you know 
care for people. Like I never like inconveniencing people, but this time like there was no other choice. (laughs) And I was reassured many a time it was not an inconvenience, but again, miracles abounding everywhere with the amazing help. And that's why we're going to dedicate a whole episode talking about these miracles and service opportunities. So then it's Saturday, which is a Saturday before Easter. So again, emotionally, I'm just so sad to be missing Easter festivities, and we had an incredible friend who, well, we had a few people actually, um, one of my friends brought them Easter baskets, so that was so kind and so thoughtful, and then another friend took our boys, like, all day long and did an Easter egg hunt, I think they got to go people part of their family's Easter egg hunt. Literally just adopted them for the day. And that was a really bad day for me, to be honest, um... Is that when you started, started to develop some abdomen pain? I, yeah, I started to develop some new really intense pain. I'd already been in a lot of pain all week, but this new pain showed up and I was not okay. Um, long story short, ended up finding something wrong with my kidney, which I've never had that problem before, but just as a result of all the inflammation and infection, everything that happened. So I had a couple procedures that night. They let you be there for one of them. And then the other one I had to be taken away and actually like sedated for it. That's when they put the tube in your back, right? Yeah. And I asked for you to be able to stay again that night because they were going to be doing this procedure like late at night, like after visiting hours were over. And the nurse that night was a different one. And, you know, rules are there for a reason. And so I understand, but we were declined permission for you to stay by multiple night. nurses we yeah, asked multiple people and i had another panic attack i just because i was going to be taken to be sedated for this procedure and thinking of how i felt waking up from the surgery a few days ago thinking of having to go do that without you there was just pretty much unbearable for me so that was really rough but luckily this, we did discover was quick... it was like partial right or were you completely out for that one no, I wasn't like intubated or anything like yeah, that. No. So, but luckily that night, um, the procedure, like the little surgery went okay. I was able to come back to my room and sleep fine. So that, that night ended up being fine, but that was just, that was scary and hard. And then the next day was Easter. Again, a lot of big emotions here. Um, one little miracle that I want to bring up is, um, you know, they, we talk about nesting when you're like nine months pregnant trying to get ready for everything i did some serious nesting this time around and one of the crazy nesting things that i randomly decided to do was to have like little easter baskets and things ready for my boys for easter and so we had had some friends that were really amazing and brought us some, but I actually had stuff up in our closet already, which I don't like, that which wasn't ad- totally necessary. Admittedly, I thought it was a little over the top. Yeah, it wasn't necessary. It. I was like, was... we'll be able to make that work. Yeah, like I don't, born. and it's not like that's even like something you have to have, right? But it was just something I wanted to do. And so that was just like a little tiny miracle that just gave me a comfort like i did this for my kids and it was something that we could give to them helped you feel soften the blow yeah and so that was just like a fun little morning for them um and then my nurse that day actually asked like do you want to 
have a little ride out of the ICU and see your kids. And I didn't believe her. I was like, is that, can we do that? Because like, remember up allowed? till this point, no kids are allowed in the ICU. And so this has now been more than a week that you haven't seen our boys and going on a week now that you haven't seen. And baby our baby girl. was still in the hospital as of that more as of Easter morning. Oh yeah. Too. Yeah. I forgot about that. So she was in the hospital. So Easter was just like a day full of miracles. So our baby got discharged from the hospital, all of her blood the work clean and bill of health. cultures yep. and everything. Like she was totally healthy. And then my nurse told me that I could have a visit from my kids. So Easter was just like, a really really good miraculous day day. like for so many reasons right and it it felt symbolic it had been a week now so we're now exactly a week from everything that had happened um and so here we are a week later on easter um and these miracles are abounding i've been alive now for a week after this insane surgery um, our baby is healthy, our family is healthy, and they get to come to the hospital and see me. And a little side note too, I hadn't really FaceTimed our boys very much up until this point. I could barely talk, first of all. It hurt to even hold a phone. I couldn't see, and I had tubes everywhere, and there was beeping, and I didn't want to scare them. And so I probably had only FaceTimed them like a few times. So I really hadn't seen them. And so to be able to see them that day, there's, I know we've shared on our Instagram a video of this ICU time. And one of the videos is me holding our baby. And and honestly, in a way, it felt like I was holding her for the first time because my memory of holding her after she was born like that first like 24 hours was really really fuzzy like I had to ask you several times that week what her birthday was (laughs) how much she weighed and like I didn't I just my memories were my brain was just so fogged up and so holding her on that Easter Sunday was something I will never forget because it's just been such a bad week and having our whole family this was also the first time yeah the first time our little family had been together our family of five we had not been together yet we didn't have the boys come to us at the hospital right after she was born and so this was the first time all five of us got to be together And so it was just so special. Our boys, like, really, you know, they were excited to see me. They hugged me. I couldn't. It was hard, though, because I was in a lot of pain. And so I couldn't move a lot. I was able to get out of my wheelchair and sit on another chair. Um, But the boys had more interest in running around the hospital, hospital. which I knew that's how it was going to be. And I was totally fine. I was honestly so, so happy to just sit there. And watch them run around while the you held the baby. But I got to hold her and give her a bottle, and it was just—it brought so much peace to my heart. And in all seriousness, it was a literal miracle because the rest of that day, my vitals hadn't been super awesome that day. Uh, my blood sugars just were bad. My blood pressure, just my heart rate, had been just through the roof. I just—I was not doing super great. And after that visit with 
our kids, my vitals actually trended positive for the rest of well, of that day. Yeah, and it was a miracle because bringing you out of the ICU, they still had to bring all the monitoring equipment nurse, with you. A yeah. nurse was with us, and so we were able to see her her vitals in real time. And I feel like within seconds of you holding the baby, like your heart rate went down. Your I don't think your blood pressure is being monitored, but your oxygen level went mm-hmm. up. Like immediately, Everything. just holding that baby, it was like. Like it was an angel that you were holding, and that angel was just literally booing you up, healing you up, and it was yeah, literally healing me. And it was incredible. There had been a lot of hurdles. Like they kept for days at this point. I mean, they kept telling me they could move me from the ICU to another floor, and then stuff just kept happening. The stuff with my kidney, and so that pushed it back. And then my blood sugars were terrible, and so that pushed it back. And everything, I mean, it just kept being hurdle after hurdle. It felt like we couldn't quite like move forward. But that visit from our kids um, was the healing that I needed the whole time. And, you know, the medicines and the doctors and the nurses all kept me alive. But it was my family that finally just was that last little push. Um, Because then I think, was it the very next day or two days later? I think it was that that next day. I was told I could finally leave the ICU. I was still um, not well. (laughs) But I finally was okay enough that I could go. So it took a lot of discussion and I'm sure there was a lot of um, discussion behind the scenes that we don't even know of, but there was a lot of um, deciding of where to send me. Because you had had a full body health hiccup, like heart, kidney, lungs, uterus. It was just everything. And so it, it ultimately ended up being decided that I would be sent over to just like the mom and baby, like postpartum unit, like the normal unit of where you go after you have a baby. Um, that way too, like our kids, like just the flexibility of visiting and having our baby there, just everything was, um, just a lot better. And then my main doctors taking care of me were some maternal fetal medicine doctors, essentially like high risk OBGYNs. So, I was told I got to I got to leave the ICU, which the ICU was just honestly the worst week of my entire life, our entire lives. I mean, that was just brutal for you in so many ways. Just it was just a really 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 hard week. So just being healthy enough to leave that place was a miracle. Because when I got brought to that hospital, I mean, I think a lot of people thought I would never come out of there alive. And so the miracle that I even could live through that. And um, we're pretty lucky. We um, are able to, we've been able to keep in touch with a a few of the nurses that took care of me. And so we already kind of mentioned a few of the miracles that they mentioned, but one of the nurses that we've still been able to keep in touch was my nurse the day that I got to be taken from the ICU to the postpartum floor. That wheeled you out. Yeah, and she had taken care of me a few times, like off and on, I think, in that week span. And she said, I'm just going to read like what she sent me because I thought it was awesome. She said, I'm just so grateful I was able to be the one to walk you out of the ICU and over to the mom baby floor. You even walked part of the way before going the rest in the wheelchair. That was huge progress. It was one of the happiest moments in my nursing career, and those don't come very often in the ICU. 
I remember laughing with you about getting fizz and what you should get because we were trying so hard to get your sugars up. It was a miracle we were able to get your sugar up and have you eating again. Every time I go to fizz, I think about that moment. And so it was just so sweet of that nurse. And I was so grateful for her because that seriously, that was super emotional. Your mom was actually with me. Um, and my mom was able to come shortly after, but that was super emotional. Like we got to that new bed, uh, that new bedroom. That's how it feels. <laughs> that new hotel room. <laughs> we got to the new room and they had tucked me like in the back hallway. And I, <laughs> my view out the window was so beautiful. Like it was just so incredible that I feel like there was a little bit of thought put into that. And it just felt like a relief of even getting there. And so I got into that room and me and your mom just cried and it was just, it was a happy, another happy moment. And there were not many of those that week for sure. So that was a week. We're a weekend and I still was there for two more weeks. Um, I don't think we're going to go in depth no, for these next two weeks no, about. It was just a lot. <laughs> Like, but like we've mentioned, like there were so many helping hands through all of this, and we definitely want to give the appropriate amount of time to discuss the service that was rendered to us. Yeah. And so, so next week we'll be talking more about that. We haven't even, I feel like, scratched the surface of all the service that was given to us. And so I think in the next week we're definitely going to be compiling that list, but... I mean, the greatest miracle of all, like we've mentioned many times, is that you're here with us. And like you said, when you got taken into that hospital, nobody spoke it or said it out loud. But there was to us, I'm, to <laughs> us at least, yeah. I I think there was legitimate concern that this was the end of your time here on mm -hmm. Earth. And even just saying that now just sends shivers down my spine to think about like. And so miracles, miracles are real and still are here on the earth. We are full-fledged believers and know that to be true. Absolutely. Yeah, there was, I just want to share one little story. So I stayed at the hospital for a total of three weeks. And so I spent two weeks on this mother-baby unit, which is not typical. I mean, usually people are there just Max for three days. a couple days. But, you know, there could be other concerns, whatever. So I got to know those nurses also well because I was there a lot. I think everybody there at least saw my face. And there was one night particularly where you guys had been able to come and visit because my, my kids were able to visit there. And so they came and visited a handful of times. And so you had brought all three kids by yourself to come <laughs> visit. You're amazing. And so Thomas had brought all three kids. We had had a good night. It was like a positive thing. But then watching those doors close behind you and me having to just walk back to my hospital room alone was just devastating. I pretty much cried multiple times a day every day in the hospital and so i walked around the corner because at this point i could walk on my own without a walker which that was a lot of effort in and of itself but i walked around the corner i was just sobbing i was tired of saying goodbye to you guys i was tired of being in the hospital i was tired of feeling like garbage i was just done and i was i just completely was breaking down and um I said a little prayer, like, just, 
please help me find comfort. Like, this is just so hard. I'm tired of being alone. I, I don't want to say goodbye to my family at night anymore. I don't want to sleep alone anymore. I was just so sad. And one of the nurses who I knew a little bit better, who had taken a lot of good care of me, it just so happened that, like, seconds after I uttered this little prayer, um, she came walking around the corner and saw me just in a puddle. And she just, she didn't really have to say much between us. She just came up and hugged me. Um, and she was able to walk me back to my room, give me some words of encouragement, give me another hug. And that was just one little time when it was just a reminder that, um, you know, God was aware of us and that he knew what we needed because that was a particularly hard thing. But he was able to show up in the presence of a sweet nurse who I don't know if she followed a prompting. I don't know how that worked for her. If, um, she happened to just be walking around the corner at that time. But but yeah, we do know that miracles are real. And we, are, again, are so grateful for all of you and I'm grateful for you. You you have been a rock through all of this, so thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I learned from the best, being you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I echo what Alyssa says, and um, we're just excited to talk a little bit more next week, like we said about the service. And we thank you for listening. And until next week, love the Nelsons. Mm-hmm.